Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I'm here to give you some tips and tricks for content marketing. So you're probably wondering, if you clicked on this, what the heck does my domain name have anything to do with content marketing? Well, it kind of has a lot to do with everything, because if you've listened to this show in the past, one of my main ideas that I try to get across to everyone, it's kind of non-negotiable either, is that you own as much of your own content as possible. And if you're going to own your own content, that means you're going to operate and run your own website, be it a WordPress website or otherwise, you have to have the equivalent of your own uh, URL, domain name, .com name, whatever it is that you want to call it, that's exactly what it is. It's where someone can find you on the internet by .com, .net, or any of the other TLDs or top-level domains. Now, I'm going to get to that in a second, but I've seen a lot of things uh, floating around you know, when it comes to any clients or even friends or family or people that I just talk to, you know, coming and going day to day on a daily basis. And it kind of blows my mind when someone gets so stuck on a specific name or they have the wrong impression of SEO or your search engine optimization by thinking that you have to have something like pizza.com or dvd.com or something of that nature. Now, of course, dvd.com eventually, you know, that's Netflix, but back in the day, that would have been very important. It's almost like an AOL keyword. It's how people would have remembered you. It's how they would have found you uh, searching on Yahoo or the early days of Google, where that actual domain name meant meant everything, actually. And I actually have had some clients that have had some very uh, unique and or, what do you want to say, um, valuable domain names to the point of upwards anywhere from $10,000 to $30,000 for evaluation of that domain name. Now, the way Google, we don't know their algorithms, so to speak, but the way they do business is we know that they changed years ago and that that's no longer important to have something that's like plumbing.com if you're a plumber to show up first in search. We know that content marketing is key for all of this. It means you're keeping up to date a blog or a podcast or posting the social media to things that come back to your website. But if you have traditional marketing materials, or even if you don't, if you're completely into digital marketing, your domain name is still kind of important. Now, I'm saying it's not important as far as you need to be pizza.com if you're Joe's Pizza Shop. Joe'sPizzaShop.com is more than acceptable, given that it's not taken. There's going to be some exceptions there where you're going to be tempted to do something different. And by that, I mean, if you're starting a brand new business or you're rebranding, you have a little bit more leeway as opposed to if you're an established business. Now, there may be something to the effect of Joe's Pizza Shop is taken, Joe'sPizzaShop.com. Maybe you could get Joe'sPizzaShop.net. Now, I know people that buy like the .net, the .org, the .com, as many of these as that, that you can get in order to kind of 
tie them all in and make sure nobody else owns the other name. Well, that's not as important, but you don't want to be in the same space as someone else either. If there's a joespizzashop.com that's in, I don't know, Nevada, for example, and you're Joe's Pizza Shop and you're in Ohio, do you really want joespizzashop.net so people would get confused, go to the wrong website, get frustrated, think that you don't have a website or any number of things like that? Now, I understand that sometimes I have said in the past, your social media sites, your pages, like a Facebook profile, could show up in search first. Some people use Facebook to actually search. It's another very large search engine. However, if you're doing everything well-formed and you have all of your profile information filled out on Facebook with your domain name, the roads should lead to Rome. It should lead everyone in the right direction, regardless of how they get there. There's many different avenues, but you don't want to be confused with someone else. And you do want to have something that matches your brand name. You don't want to be John's pizza shop. You don't want to be the pizzashop.com or something like that. Something like Joe's pizza, Joe's pizza, Ohio, that signifies where you are. Maybe it even goes down to the city. I don't know. Joe's pizza, Cleveland. You know, but you want something like that so people know what it is. It's got to be easy to remember. And, you know, it's got to be unique. It's got to be clear. Ideally, it should be short. Now, if you go to type some of that in, some people are just going to type that into Google anyways, and they don't need to know your .com name. But just think if you were driving on the highway and you went by a billboard real quick and you had to remember something. This is where you get into the internet where there was a lot of different brands, even Netflix itself, if you think about the way it's spelled or some different words and phrases or businesses that have come and gone over the years. Think of like Uber or Lyft, L-Y-F-T. There's a lot of marketing and money behind that when it comes to getting that branding out there, but it's also by no mistake that they're spelled that way because the internet, there's so many .com names out there these days, and there were a lot of people who used to purchase these names, and they would sit on them in order to try and make a quick buck down the road and maybe make that ten or $30,000 that it was valued at. Now, in the case of those clients, they're very lucky that you know they have those names. They bought them like, you know, back in the 90s or whatever. And they're not really looking to sell or make a buck, but there's people that sit out there on 50, 500, 5,000 domain names. They'll even look for ones that expire. I've had this happen where they expire and then try and sell it back to you at a tidy sum because, you know, maybe you were lazy. Maybe you forgot a credit card expired or something of that nature and it lapsed. But in most cases, something went out of business or website was phased out, consolidated mergers, things of that nature end up happening. So, but you got to make sure that a domain name, if you're starting from scratch or even if you have one right now and you're redoing a website or something of that nature, it should be something that's very clear. It's got to be meaningful. Catchy is always good too, but not necessarily that important. You got to know how it sounds. You got to know what it looks like when written down. So if you're telling someone to go to joespizzashop.com, you got to know that. A lot of people are like .net.com, Joe, what are you doing there? Um, unless you're like a school or government agency or like an organization, like some of these things actually follow, fall under law where you can't just sign up for a .edu. If you're like a nonprofit organization or, you know, even a for-profit organization, whatever it may be, a charity or foundation, anything of that nature, .org is probably pretty good for you. But I try to stay away from .net unless it specifically sounds good in the sentence and you can remember when you're telling somebody 
somebody like if you heard it, uh, you know, somebody speaking about it on a TV or in a phone conversation and you didn't physically see it, that you could remember .NET. Otherwise, everyone's probably remembering .com. And the only reason you usually get .NET and make that, you know, the more important one or the one you promote, push and or purchase is because you can't get the .com. And it depends on what kind of space that you're in. Now, obviously, if another pizza shop is in Nevada, you would hope that your audience is more local. You're not nationally broadcast. However, if it's something uh, where you're selling a widget and you are more of, let's say, a North American-based company or at least based in the United States, you may not want to compete with Joe's Widgets that's you know in Nevada. And in fact, you may not be able to even have that name depending on certain trademarks and stuff like that. So think about that before you purchase or even if you have a domain name right now, you may want to switch things over. You got to remember what it looks like written down as well. And if people can relate to it or if there's some you know play on words, hidden message, because if you end up doing something and it sounds, you know, very adult in nature when written down, you might want to change or, or think about that too, because then it might sound bad. Um, you got to know what it's going to look like when you appear on Google and when people search for your brand. You got to know if it's easy to read and spell. And you don't want to do a whole ton of like keywords, you know, if it's Joe's Pizza Shop and Beer.com, you know, you're getting a little bit crazy, unless that's your full name and it's a mouthful. Another thing I try to avoid with domain names too is don't abbreviate that. So you don't want to do like an acronym or something where it's like uh, for Joe's Pizza and Beer Shop, it would what be J-P-A-B-S or maybe you don't even put the and in there and it's J-P-B-S or something like that. And then that sounds bad too because you're saying B-S, right? And what can that stand for? So you got to be very cognizant of the things you put together and make sure that it makes sense so people can find you and locate you. But also if you're just throwing kind of like keywords in there too, it can kind of come off like as spam. It may look not legitimate, not only to the human eye, the users that are out there searching for you, but also the search engine crawlers, the spiders that you know go around the web and end up locating this information. Another thing that's really bad to try and use too is um, hyphens. And you know, you're just putting like that little dash in the middle of Joe's dash pizza dash shop.com. I mean, people are not going to remember to do that. And more than likely, they're going to put something in that doesn't exist, get frustrated. This is if they're putting it in automatically, you know, because the way you get around all of this, the way you make it look like it's legitimate, it's not spammy, it's easy to remember. Is you gotta go, you gotta put forth the effort with your content marketing as well. So just kind of keep that in mind that they go hand in hand because then if you're promoting this properly, and let's say you put something out on on Facebook and somebody goes to like click on it, they're looking to see if something's like fake news these days, right? So if you have a bunch of hyphens in it, it looks like you're trying to game the system and come up with something that, uh, you know, you're where you're trying to trick people in essence to go to where your website is or anything like that. Now, I don't know that Joe's Pizza Shop is going to do a lot with blogging versus like maybe a coupon mailer, but I think you kind of get my idea when you're dealing with widgets or trying to get some service or product out there in front of other eyeballs. So keep that in mind when you're looking at top level domains, I'm not necessarily like against .net or .co or .us, but I'm, you know, you don't want to necessarily 
pick something where you're tar- targeting a different country like Canada, like .ca, and then you're not in Canada, that's a real bad look. But you got to know that you know if you do something like .tv, there's absolutely no reason like to do that over just a regular .com because there's no there's absolutely no priority or precedence for Google to rank you higher in search results just because you end up getting like a dot uh, IT or whatever else is out there, dot club or anything like that. So keep that in mind. It might not actually cost you more money to get one of those too. And it's just, it's kind of a waste of money, a, a throwaway if you could find something unique enough for your own business. And definitely, once again, I got to say that, that it's unique for your business, not only because, you know, Joe being a common name, my own name, and you have something like that, joekuzma.com is my website. And I mean, that's very easy. If you know you're looking for Joe Kuzma, there it is. Um, even the discontent show for that matter was maybe even a little confusing, something that could have been misspelled. And that's why I went with my own name to personally brand it also, just to kind of give you an idea. Also, there's no trademark on Joe Kuzma that I'm aware of outside of my own copyright uh, of publishing things on my own. So I don't necessarily had to worry about, you know, is there another big business out there like Windows, for example. Can you imagine Windows, like Windows.com or, or anything like that? You're talking about actual Windows that people are installing? Or are you talking about Microsoft Windows? So you don't want it to be confusing because even there, when you go to search for it, now we're talking about your SEO. You're ta- we're talking about all of the things that you're doing as a content marketer in order to try and improve that, ser- that page rank, where you end up in search. And when you have something that's a keyword that you're competing with like that with Windows, it's a negative. So it's somewhere where you, you know, don't start off on the right foot. You don't necessarily need to go that way. Not to mention if you end up taking something that, you know, you're in the same industry or it can be construed as such. And there's many things that are out there where, you know, the lawsuits end up coming out. Um, I'm a big fan of craft beer. If you follow me personally on Twitter and sometimes they try to, pay homage to something, let's say like a 70s or 80s band or movie or or some type of pop culture. And what they end up doing is, is that they're ripping off intellectual property and you end up with a lawsuit. So it goes the same way when you're dealing with this, especially if you're a small company. Um, you know, are keyword domains necessarily useless these days? Yes and no. I think I've kind of done that, but to do an exact match anymore to match up pizza.com with you searching for pizza in your area, doesn't really work that way. We all know that Google, it's almost tailored individually. It's going to give you some geographic responses in your search. It's going to give you YouTube uh, results if you happen to have videos. And this is where you need to really kind of you know, apply your trade here. Make sure that you have all of this information tied into different social media accounts. And if you're doing well with your content marketing and you have these accounts filled out and done properly, especially if you're able to do video. I mean, I know I always talk about audio and podcasts, but kind of podcasting and video kind of goes hand in hand. And YouTube is, again, one of the largest search engines that is out there. So if you have the proper information there and you have everything tied together with the proper website, you're just going to show up higher in search. So your domain name still kind of matters, but also I think as I've proven on this show, at least so far, it doesn't matter if it's like a .com, .net, you know, I prefer one over the other. That's a personal taste. It's a personal preference. That's the eyeball test for me. And as far as, 
you know, the name, just make sure it's not competing or violating any type of trademarks as well. So I hope this was a good episode for some people that are looking into this or trying to think of a brand name or brainstorming because we're really pulling back the curtain like way before you start building out this platform when it comes to content marketing. But it's also something to think about if you've been around for a little bit. And let's say you're not getting the traction, exactly what the show is called, it's a play on words itself, is discontent. You're not happy. You're not producing content or you're not happy with your results. The wheels are spinning. You may want to give this some thought to maybe change up even just your domain name. It all depends on where and how you show up or if you have something that's too confusing or worst case scenario, you have one of these crazy acronyms that no one can remember and find as a result. So uh, keep that all in mind. If you have any questions, for me, feel free to hit me up over on my website. That is joekuzma.com once again. And I always, always thank all of the return listeners. If you haven't already, like, comment, and subscribe. Until next time, I also like to encourage listeners of this program to be safe, be good, and I will catch you later. Hi, folks. This is Joe Kuzma. (laughs) No, don't worry. You're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A dot com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support. And I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.